Hi there! Welcome to Explain This, a podcast where we try to explain complex things in simpler ways for people of all ages. I'm your host Jin Kim, and today we'll talk about what flow state is and how you can enter the happiest mindset you can achieve. Let's get started. All of us live in the pursuit of happiness. I don't think anyone really wakes up in the morning and says, you know what, today I want to be miserable and unhappy. Sure, life gets in the way very, very often, but that doesn't stop us wanting to be happy. We do things like make lots of money, get into a relationship, or buy expensive pretty things for ourselves to feel happy. But do these things really make us happy? What is happiness? Psychologist Mihaly Csikszentmihalyi—Csik—Csik—Csik—Csik. Oh God, this is the hardest name I've ever had to pronounce. Mihai Csikszentmihalyi. There we go. Wanted to answer these tough questions. After years of interviewing various people and tedious research, he came to the conclusion that the state of flow is when we are most creative, productive, and happiest. So what is this mythical flow state, and how can we achieve it? As usual, let's start by trying to explain it to you as if you were five years old. Have you ever been in the zone where it feels like everything around you melts away, and it's just you and whatever you're concentrating on? Maybe it's when you're practicing piano and you think you just might be able to play the whole song perfectly for the first time. Maybe it's when you're playing soccer and it feels like time slows down and you can see the perfect spot to kick the ball into to score the goal. Maybe it's when you're building a Lego spaceship and you realize that you spent three hours on it and haven't even eaten dinner yet. It's that perfect zone where you feel totally focused, challenged, and stimulated. Where you feel engaged, not bored; excited, not anxious; confident, not afraid. Most importantly, you feel good. It's when you feel truly alive. That's what flow state is. Welcome back. So, unlike quantum physics and emotional intelligence, flow state is one of those things you probably could explain to a five-year-old. Because it's something we've all experienced in one form or another at some point. Heck, I wouldn't even be surprised if cats and dogs experience flow state. We just might not have realized it at the time. Now, if you can think of even one time you've been in the zone, so to speak, then today's explanation will make a lot more sense. So think of the last time you felt that way. All right. So what exactly is flow state? Flow is a state of mind when there is a balance between a challenge. And our perceived skill level. For example, let's say you're learning a music piece that's too challenging for your skill level. Well, that will make you anxious. But if it's too easy, then you become bored. But if you're challenged just the right amount, then you feel ecstatic. You feel productive and like you brought your A game because nothing can distract you or stop you. Chick sent me high described eight characteristics of flow state. See how much you can relate to each one when you think of the last time you experienced flow. Number one, complete concentration on the task. This means no distractions whatsoever. Number two, clarity of goals and reward in mind and immediate feedback. For example, when you are painting, you see the work that you're creating right in front of you. 
Number three, transformation of time. It speeds up or it slows down. You know what they say, time flies when you're having fun. Number four, the experience is intrinsically rewarding. That is, you get a sense of pride and accomplishment. We call people who seek these kind of internal rewards autotelics. More on that later. Number five, effortlessness and ease. Flow state should feel like breathing. You don't even have to think about it. It just comes naturally when it happens. Number six, there is a balance between challenge and skills. Too much challenge causes anxiety. Too little challenge causes boredom. Lack of both challenge and skill makes us apathetic, like when we watch TV or scroll through social media. Number seven, actions and awareness are merged and you lose self-consciousness and you don't worry about failing. Lastly, number eight, there is a feeling of control over the task. You don't feel fear, you feel capable and confident. Now, if you ask any accomplished musician, athlete, artist, CEO, or scientist, they will all describe moments where they feel like this. People often describe flow as a state where you're being carried along a flowing water current by the moment and the task at hand. Creativity and productivity just seems to flow out of you naturally in this state. The psychology of flow state is that we're using 100% of our attention on what we're currently doing. Your brain tunes in and uses all of its resources because it wants to successfully complete the task. This is why we lose sense of time and we don't get distracted by our surroundings. It's like existence is suspended during this time. And because we're truly focused on one thing, something that is challenging us to be better, we feel truly alive. Shiksen Mihai said that we are happy when we get to express ourselves. Showing what we're capable of, being the best version of ourselves, standing on the edge of our capabilities and working to expand our horizons. That's when we feel happy. Some people call this self-actualization. Others call it being the best you you can be. Some just say hashtag YOLO and dab. But they're all talking about the same thing. Flow state is the happiest state of mind. The more you think about it, the more you'll see and believe in the power of flow. Think of that time you nailed a performance, whether it's a music piece, a dance routine, or playing a video game. Or when you were so immersed in a deep and meaningful connection with your crush that it seemed like nothing else mattered. See? Just thinking about it puts a smile on your face already. This is why it's fun to ask what people are passionate about. Whether it's a fun hobby, a competitive sport or game, or a cause someone's fervent about, when you're really focused on something, it unlocks who we really are inside. For me, I go into flow state with a few different things. Writing is a big one, like it feels ironic that I'm in flow state writing about what flow state is. I love playing my guitar because I can easily sync three hours before my voice is completely gone. And you should see my game face when I'm playing Magic the Gathering competitively. Oh yeah, that's what gets my free juice flowing. <laughs> but most importantly, when I'm really engaged in a conversation with someone I care about, that's when I feel happiest. I feel calm and stimulated and ecstatic, and I just want to keep asking more questions to get to know that person better. It sounds weird because you'd think connection isn't really a challenge. But in some ways, isn't the biggest challenge in life finding people to surround yourself with who can truly connect with you and understand and accept you as who you are? Next, we'll talk about how we can get more of this awesome thing called flow. But first, let's take a really quick break. Okay, now that we've established what flow state is, 
How do we go into flow state? Is there a button you can press? Or a manual you can read? There are three main conditions that need to be met before you can enter flow state. First, there are clear goals every step of the way. Second, there is immediate feedback to the actions you take. Third, there is a balance between challenges and skills. Simply put, you can't have a vague goal like, I want to be better at playing piano. You have to be specific. Maybe something like, I want to be able to smash out this specific song without any mistakes by the end of the day. Like we mentioned earlier, you need to be able to see how you're progressing. Your brain actually has a pretty short attention span, so it wants to see the results straight away. If you make a mistake, that's okay. It just means you need to try harder and practice more. If you complete a dance routine without any mistakes, you immediately feel amazing and you just want to high-five everyone around you. That's immediate feedback. Lastly, we keep coming back to the balance between challenge and skill. It's really important not to bite off more than you can chew, because then you'll get disheartened. So to summarize, you need to first discover something that puts you in flow state sometimes. It's probably something you care about or are passionate over, otherwise you wouldn't bother wanting to be better at it. Then, you need to identify what your current skill level is, and how you're going to challenge it so that you can improve, step by step. Set small, achievable goals, then watch yourself experience ecstasy when you meet the goals one by one. Voila! Flow state achieved. Easy as that. Now, the astute listener may have noticed that all of these conditions are things only we ourselves can keep check on. Other people might notice when we're really happy doing a certain task, or suggest and coach us on ways to improve. But we're the ones that have to motivate ourselves to be better. We call this intrinsic motivation, and it's so much more powerful and meaningful than extrinsic motivation, like money and rewards and titles. We know from research that some people are better at motivating themselves than others. These people are called autotelic, combining the Greek words for self, auto, and goal, telos. Autotelic people find it much easier and more intuitive to reach flow state, because they're already driven by their own motivations, their own goals, and their own curiosity. Take George Mallory, a mountaineer who, when asked why he climbed Mount Everest, simply replied, because it's there. These people aren't waiting around for someone to hand happiness to them on a silver platter. They're seeking out their own challenges, testing and improving themselves. And along the way, feeling happy and alive thanks to flow state. And before you lament that you're not an autotelic kind of guy or gal, it's not something you have to be born with. You can train yourself to be internally motivated. And why should you? Because flow state, the greatest happiness, is the reward. Alright. Let's move on to the last section of today's podcast, how we can harness the power of flow state and live a happy life. So hopefully by now I've sold you on how awesome flow state is. It's even easier when everyone has kind of experienced some level of flow. The thing with flow state is that it's both common and uncommon. Each of us will have something we find particularly engaging, whether it's a hobby or something that we're really interested in. Here's a non-exhaustive list of things that people might get flow state from. Singing, dancing, running, playing sports, playing games, painting, pottery, journaling, writing, working, researching, scrapbooking, drawing, cycling, archery, sewing, reading, cleaning. Did any of those things click with you? If you pay attention, there'll be at least one thing you'll identify from your life that you really enjoy doing and want to keep getting better at. 
Discovering an activity that puts you in flow state is step one in the guide to using flow to be happy. It's basically what we've been talking about all episode. If you find even one thing that puts you in flow state, invest time and energy into it. You'll get a massive return on your investment in the form of happiness and contentment with your life. But can we go deeper? Flow state doesn't only come from hobbies or leisure activities. It can apply to productive things too. Whether it be study, work, pet projects, or even chores, technically, you can achieve flow state in whatever task as long as the conditions are met and there is a challenge. Okay, so let's review the three conditions again. Clear goals, immediate feedback, and a balance between challenge and skill level. The easiest way to achieve these conditions are to change your mindset and to have a plan. For example, you could whinge and whine about how you have to study for an exam, like I was doing for an entire month. Or you could look at it differently and see that studying for the exam will make you smarter and more capable at doing your job. You're not doing it just to get a degree or to have a title at the end of your name. You're doing it to be a more intelligent, wise, skillful person, in my case, to be a better emergency doctor. Now it's not a chore, it's a challenge, it's something that I'm doing to improve myself. Next, we have to break down our challenge into bite-sized pieces. You can do this by coming up with some sort of plan. For example, you can make a study plan where you cover one topic a week. Now you've got a time challenge as well. Make sure it's achievable though, otherwise you're setting yourself up to fail. So I do this with my exam study because we have to study for at least 12 months and have to go through textbook after textbook, so it's just an insane amount of study that we have to do that my brain can't encompass. So what I do is I set all of the topics into little bite-sized blocks and arrange it into months so that I feel like, oh yeah, I can cover those two, three topics within that month. If I use this method, I'm converting my study sessions from a dreadful experience to a quest, a challenge, a level-up moment. It's like gymming for your brain. If you can convince yourself enough, you'll feel challenged enough that you'll be able to fully concentrate on the task. Some people call this gamifying, where you turn menial, annoying tasks in life into mini-games. Then it becomes more of a fun challenge for your brain rather than something tedious. Of course, this is not an easy thing to do, so it's good to set up little rewards along the way, like a piece of chocolate if you achieve your goals, or having enough rest periods so you don't get burnt out. Now, study is a bit of an extreme example, but hopefully you can see my point. It shows that flow state isn't about what a task is in the absolute sense. It's what we perceive it as in the relative sense. Going back to the definition of flow state, it's the balance of a challenge and our perceived skill level. It's all about how we view our own capabilities. If we feel confident, well, that is appropriately confident and not cocky, then we can challenge ourselves to improve and feel amazing along the way. For example, when I come back to the topic of me studying for my exam, I felt really scared at the start of studying because there was just this huge mountain of study. But now that I have a study plan and I've had sessions where I've gone through the textbook and read things and started answering exam questions, I feel like I can do things bit by bit and I feel myself improving week by week. That gives me confidence and that makes me think I can take on the next challenge next week. Now, nobody can really make you happy other than yourself. You need to discover what makes you happy, put the effort in, and keep pushing yourself back on the path to happiness. Because happiness is like flying an airplane. Without any effort, it'll crash and burn. 
You need to keep maintaining it and providing it with fuel to keep yourself in a state of happiness. And if you meet turbulence or you have to make a landing to refuel, that's okay too. You can always get back in the air and return to happiness if you so choose. It's a state you maintain, not something you achieve permanently. In his book, Shikhsen Mihai says this, A person can make themselves happy or miserable, regardless of what is actually happening outside, just by changing the contents of consciousness. We have the power to choose how life and reality affect our own state of mind. Be the reason that you're happy. Choose happiness. So that's flow state. Hopefully now that you've learned about it, you can apply it in your own life and discover the things that put you in flow state. Start small and simple. Find something that you're good at or you really love doing. For me, I realized early on that music and games like magic push my mind to learn and practice and be better and better. It makes me hungry for more and that makes me feel alive. Once you've found your flow state activity, keep practicing and challenging yourself. As you get better, set bigger challenges. If you feel anxious or apprehensive, dial back on the challenge. Flow isn't something you gain and have forever. You have to keep fine-tuning it to stay in the flow channel. This practice is like anything else. You'll get better at it with time, until it becomes automatic, like riding a bicycle. Then, once you're used to what flow feels like, Start applying the same kind of challenges to your work, study, or other productive projects. You'll find that it will make even the dull aspects of your life more exciting and engaging. Be inspired by the passions that let concert pianists play in a fervor state, that scientists like Albert Einstein engaged in as they unravel the mysteries of the universe while forgetting to eat, or surgeons operating for an entire day to save a life through maximum concentration. Lastly, spread the good word. Happiness is a non-zero-sum game, in that we can all discover and practice what makes us happy and make living worthwhile. Well, that's it for today. Thank you for listening to another episode of Explain This. I hope this episode was interesting and useful, and adds to your life in some way. We'll see you next time. Until then, go find your flow! Explain This was written and hosted by me, Jin Kim. If you'd like to suggest a topic or just send a lovely message, you can email me at explainthiscast at gmail.com or follow me on Facebook or Twitter. We'll see you next time. Bye for now.